Good morning. Good morning. Uh, not good morning. Good evening. It's been a while since I've been up here. Uh, thanks, Peter. Happy Lord's Day. Uh, my name is Ross, and I'm a member here at Bethany Baptist Church. If you have your Bible, we're going to be in Leviticus chapter 16, verse 2. If, you're, if this is your first time opening up a Bible, Leviticus is the book number, chapter 16, that's the big number, and verse 2 is the small number. So big number 16, small number 2. Because man must not live on bread alone, let's hear God's voice as he speaks to us now. The Lord said to Moses, tell your brother Aaron that he may not come whenever he wants into the holy place, behind the curtain, in front of the mercy seat, on the ark, or else he will die, because I appear in the cloud above the mercy seat. This is the word of the Lord. May the word of the Lord dwell richly within us. That's right. Father, our prayer is that your word would dwell in us so richly that we would not sin against you. Lord, that we would treasure your word. Lord, help us to recognize our position before you as a God who does not tolerate sin. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Have you guys heard the story of Nadab and Abihu? It's Aaron's two sons, Aaron's two oldest sons, that right after um, Moses and Aaron offer up a sacrifice to the Lord, and the Lord comes, consumes the sacrifice, then all the people of Israel bow down, face down, and start screaming. Aaron, or Nadab, and Abihu decide, ooh, let's do that ourselves. Let's offer a sacrifice. And when they do offer the sacrifice, instead of consuming the sacrifice, God consumes them because they offered a sacrifice wrongly. And that's the context of this verse. If you look at verse 1, the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron when they approached the presence of the Lord and died. Now, we're in verse 2 here. Let me give you guys the main goal, and then we'll, we'll start working into this text. The main goal today is that you would recognize your sinful position before a holy God that does not tolerate sin. Recognize your sinful position before a holy God that does not tolerate sin. First, we're going to think about Aaron's position, and second, we're going to think about our position. That's right. Aaron's position is the first point. Our position is the second point. Let's start with Aaron's position. So verse 2, the Lord said to Moses, tell your brother Aaron that he may not come whenever he wants into the holy place. That's the message, right? The Lord is telling Moses something so that Moses can tell Aaron. And what is this message? The message is, hey, you can't come into the holy place whenever you want. That's a no-no. 
There's a time and a place in coming into the holy place. And the rest of this chapter details the time. The time is once a year after you've done sacrifices for your own sin, after you cleanse your own garment, after you've done sacrifices for the people of Israel, then you can go into the holy place. That's the time. Now let's think about the location. What is this holy place? Going back down into your Bible, into the holy place, behind the curtain, in front of the mercy seat, on the ark. So the holy place is a tent, right? There's the tent, and the holy place is the first thing you walk into. Then when you walk in, there's a curtain. When you walk through the curtain, you're in the holies of holies, and you'll see the ark on Okay, so you're in the tent now, and you're in front of the mercy seat, which is the ark. And that is where God dwells. Let's look back down. All right, so that's the location. And it says, don't enter that place, into the holy place, behind the curtain, in front of the mercy seat, on the ark, or else he will die. So the last aspect here that we see from this text is first, don't go in whenever you want. What is the place? The location is into the holies of holies, in front of the ark. Why? Because you will die. Why, why, why can't Aaron go in whenever he wants? Well, the idea is that Aaron needs to recognize his sinful position before a God that doesn't tolerate sin. He can't walk in there into the holies of holies because he isn't God, because he isn't holy. He is a sinner, and he sinned against a holy God that doesn't tolerate sin. So if he walks in there at the wrong time, without handling his sin first, without handling the sin of Israel, he will die. Now if we keep reading, it gives us a little bit more about why he will die. Because I appear in the cloud above the mercy seat. The place, the holies of holies, is only holy because God is holy and God resides there. Aaron needs to recognize that that place behind the curtain isn't just walking into a friend's house, isn't just walking into a friend's room. It's not just walking and hanging out with Moses. When he walks into the Holy of Holies, into the holy place, God dwells there. God sits on the mercy seat. And God is a holy God. God is so holy that if someone, such as maybe Nadab and Abihu, if they offer and maybe possibly attempt to go into the holy place, they will die. They will be consumed because in the presence of God, there cannot be sin. And that's what's going on here. This warning that Moses has for Aaron, it's a legitimate warning. It's not a joke because God is no joke. Going before God is a scary thing. If you're not a Christian here today, I'd hope that that'd scare you a little bit. If you have not dealt with your sin, if you don't think you're a sinner, let me give you some bad news. You and I, we both have what we think is right and wrong. We both have a standard of right and a standard of wrong. We both have a conscience that tells us, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. And we can't even obey our own conscience. We can't even obey what we think is right and wrong. I can't obey it. I sin against God all the time. We are sinners before God, and God is holy, 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 
and he is a righteous judge. He will punish sin. One day you will stand before the throne to hold an account, and God will hold you accountable for your sins. But there is good news. The good news is that there was a man who was holy. His name is Jesus. Jesus lived the life you should have lived, I should have lived. He lived the perfect, holy, righteous life, and he died on the cross for our sins. And if you will turn from your sins and turn to Jesus and receive his forgiveness, you will be forgiven. Jesus has taken on your sins if you choose to receive it through faith and repentance. I'm urging you, I'm exhorting you to do that now if you have not done that yet. So that's the first point. What's Aaron's position? Aaron's position is a sinner, a high priest who, who needs to be cautious, who, who needs to take the right steps before he enters into the holy place or else he will die. So what's our position? Who are we in this story? We're not Moses. We're not Aaron. We're not Israel. We're the Gentiles. We're not the people of God. We're not, we don't have God in our midst as the Israelites. We don't, we're not Aaron who gets to walk into the holy place once a year after doing all these sacrifices for Israel and his people. We're not Moses who gets to see them, see God face to face and have conversations with them. We're, we're Gentiles. We're not people of God. Even more than that, we're sinners. We're sinners by nature and by choice. We sin more than we know. We sin more than we recognize. We sin even when we don't want to, when we plan not to, and, and we create all these barriers so that we wouldn't, and we still sin. Our sin, sin has taken so a hold of us. Now, brothers and sisters, if you're crushed by your sin this morning, I understand. And I'm sure many of us in this room understand our own sin. I mean, even as John was preaching this morning, talking about God as a vending machine and manipulating God, or at least that's how I felt. I felt like when you treat God as a vending machine, I'm kind of manipulating him into doing what I want. And I, I sense that for myself even this week. I've tried to make myself king. I've tried to make myself feel better by manipulating God, by doing what I think is right, and then he'll give me favor. We are so sinful. And, and read with me, look at the text again. Or else he will die. If you go in there, if you go into the holy place, whenever you want, like we do all the time, we will die. So why aren't we dead? Because there was one man who has died. Brothers and sisters, there's one man who has died. There's one man who went on the cross, the, the sky went dark. He said, Lord, Lord, why have you forsaken me? And he shouted in pain as he died. He, he breathed his last and the curtain tore from top to bottom. God now dwells with his people. We have died because we are in Christ. And that's why we enter into the temple or into the holy place. That's why we are the people of God, because Christ has died. Because Jesus has died, and we are in Christ. 
Even more than that, we are now the people of God. We are the temple of God. Did you know that this is the temple of God? That this space from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock, from 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, we are, the, when the church gathers, this is God's outpost to the world. This is the temple of God. This space right here. Now, you would never hear me call this place. You will most likely never hear me call this place a sanctuary. And that's because this space is not holy in and of itself. We have flies roaming around. <laughs> There's kids running around, screaming around. Right? This place is not holy. It's holy because the saints of Bethany Baptist Church have gathered. And the gathered saints of Bethany Baptist Church is the temple of God. It's where God dwells with his people. We are the temple of God. Even more than that, did you know right now, not only have you died, but you're also in positionally in the throne room next to the Father. Because we are in Christ, and Christ is in the throne room, positionally we are there as well. And so the encouragement from this text is that, yes, we're, we're sinners beyond our imagination. Yes, we were once not the people of God, but yet in this new covenant, we are the people of God. We have the freedom to not only go into the temple once a year after sacrifices, but like we weren't today, there's one sacrifice. And that sacrifice is enough for us to always constantly, perpetually go in to the throne room of God. For us to gather with the church, the temple of God, where God dwells, we can do that every Lord's Day. Brothers and sisters, if you are not coming to the church gathering, you need to come. It's, I'm preaching to the choir here. You're all here Sunday evening. But brothers and sisters, you should come Sunday evening. You should come Sunday morning. This is the temple of God. And when you gather with the Saints of Bethany Baptist Church, we are in the dwelling place of God. All right, brother, let me, let me conclude with a final call. Recognize your position before a God. Recognize your position before a God that does not tolerate sin. As one who was not a people of God and could not go into the presence of God, yet now as one who is in Christ, who has died with Christ, and now one who has a freedom to enter into the presence of King Yahweh. I was really touched, um, especially as I'm thinking about this message, to, re to, to sing the song. Let me read it to you. Now the curse, it has been broken. Jesus paid the price for me. For the pardon he has offered, great the welcome I receive. Boldly I approach my Father, clothed in Jesus' righteousness. There is no more guilt to carry. It was finished upon that cross. Death was once my great opponent. Fear once had a hold on me, but the son who died to save us rose that we would be free indeed. Let's pray. Father, death was once our great opponent. We could not enter into the holy place without dying. Yet Christ has died. So now we can come before the throne boldly. We can come constantly and perpetually and enjoy you. Or we can confess our sins 
and enjoy you through your gifts. Father, we're excited one day to finally, completely enjoy you. Lord, until that day, help us to recognize our position before you and help us to go before you knowing that Christ has paid it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.